is going on, everybody? I am your host, Aiden Howard, leadership intern for the collaborative for the common good, also known as the CCG. And you know what I'm going to say, the place to be. So, as usual, sit back, relax, because you're now listening to the voice of the students. Growth, self-worth, motivating, all are ingredients for yourself. Today's special guest gives me those ingredients too. He motivates me to be a better person as well as a better man, good friend, great man. He also participated in the alien adventure and he got to see my side of leadership skills, um, participate with Nick, and also understood what the CCG is trying to do as a family. So I say that to say, when listening to this, you know, reflect back, think about your things and how can you grow as a person. Use these ingredients for your life every day. And again, have a great day, man. On that, so that's a big, big accomplishment to be graduating from Wingate, becoming an alumni. So, being that um, me and you are fairly good friends, I want to basically give a background information of who you are, how you got to Wingate, and you know, how's it be the bulldog? Well, number one, being a being a bulldog is always good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how I came here, uh, you know, it's probably different than uh, a lot of people, I would say. Uh, I'm a local guy, you know, mm-hmm. if there was, you know, football games or, you know, a camp or something like that, you know, I was always that kid, you know, running around, participating in all sorts of stuff like that. And so I've always been around the university, you know, just 15 minutes, uh, you know, down the way here. I live in Marshall, North Carolina, so uh, not too far. You know, I always wanted to, you know, go to a bigger university. Mm-hmm. I thought I wanted to go to, a, you know, Chapel Hill or Duke, uh, NC State, one of the big ones. Um, mm-hmm. But after I took a tour here, you know, uh, it really... Uh, it was really meant to be, honestly. It's like, you know, this place felt like home. You know, I didn't think I really needed to go anywhere else. This is what, you know, really felt, you know, like home to me for sure. And I think that, you know, going to those bigger universities would be sort of like a, a you know, a little fish in a big pond, but here I can be right. a big fish in a little pond. So like I, I, I wanted to, you know, go out into the world and, uh, you know, experience everything and see everything. But, you know, we get sort of brought the world to me. So yeah, could be uh, could be happy about that as a, as a local kid. I like the analogy you use, you know, big fish in a little pond. And Wingate brings a spirit to you of family and tradition. I like that in the aspect. But also, you mentioned your major is marketing. What is your plans and goals after you graduate with that major? Yeah, so I got an internship with uh, State Farm. Uh, nice. The uh, State Farm you see during you know, football, basketball games with mm-hmm. Jake from State Farm. I'll be replacing <laughs> him pretty soon. Okay. Uh, no, I'm just kidding, just kidding. Uh, but basically, you know, I got an internship with them, uh, gosh, last May, I okay. think. And so I was with them last May, and so it was coming up on a year now, so mm-hmm. a little bit away from that, So which is crazy. I didn't think that, you know, I'd be with a, you know, corporate corporate company or an internship for this long. Right. And, uh, you know, they just put me on payroll a couple of weeks ago. Nice. So uh, the boss brought me in, and uh, 
He's like, you know, I'm really impressed with what you want to do. So we no longer want to make you the uh, unpaid intern. Okay. <laughs> so, so they're going to pay. So nice. Nice. So with with your major as being marketing, with what you're trying to do, State Farm and Action Takes Demand Place as a State Farm representative, um, just kidding. What can you use with your voice, with that major, and well as your internship, how can you help people? Yeah, so I mean, you know, I think a lot of people know the slogan for State Farm, like a good neighbor. Mm-hmm. State Farm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, that's something that, you know, I gravitated to. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like everybody sees, you know, insurance is like all oh, the big bad insurance companies. They just want money and money and money. But mm-hmm. you know, the more you get behind the scenes and the more, you know, you uh, look into the business detail. Those insurance companies are, you know, very beneficial to, you know, communities as well as, you know, their neighbors, uh, if you will. So uh, there's, you know, a good neighbor relief program that they have. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was, you know, a thing that really gravitated to me, uh, gravitated, uh, gravitated towards, uh, excuse me. And basically, you know, that's what made me want to get my internship there. And, you know, what they do is they'll go out and they'll go to, you know, different organizations or different communities or different nonprofits. And they'll basically be like, Okay, we want to donate. We want to back you. We want to be able to support you as our as our neighbor. Mm-hmm. Um, so this had been from you know all sorts of different organizations and stuff like that mm-hmm. that uh, you know my company's been able to help. And uh, you know I'm working under a new agent now, and so uh, me and him have been you know getting discussions. We do one on ones pretty 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 uh, frequently, probably you know once a week. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a he's a, got a brain like mine. Right, he's got a big picture big picture guy, and so. You know, we're, we're thinking of, you know, six months, you know, six years, you know, however long down the road of, like, what we want this to look like. And, you know, always been a part of that has been helping other people. And, you know, selling insurance is part of it, but helping others is also a big part of it. Yeah, me um, and my boss do the same thing. Well, I wouldn't call her my boss. Uh, my mentor, she uh, had weekly meetings about the agenda for not only just CCG, but uh, my future. And we think six months to a year what will I be before and then? And just having somebody like that to be um, in a mentee's aspect to a mentor aspect to now leading. And I know you have a role on campus that you do that gives people uh, big fish, little fish on campus. Yeah. Can you talk about that a little bit more too? Yeah, so uh, I'm a tour guide as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and uh, you think of a tour guide, you know, sort of, sort, sort, sort of you know, the, you know, the guy that's too excited to give you a tour, or right? You got really bad jokes. I do have bad jokes, uh, but uh, I, I do warn that before campus, before I go out. Say, all right, I got bad jokes, but the more you laugh at them, the better I feel about myself. Right. And so uh, we'll go out on tour, and you know, uh, in an instance, you know, I've always wanted to uh, go into sales ever since you know, I think fr- freshman year in high school, I want to go into sales, and then my parents used to say uh, I could sell a rock to anybody. You know, that's mm-hmm. uh, something that I used to say. And uh, so I knew I wanted to go into sales, and that's why marketing became a major. And, uh, you know, I saw being a tour guide as sort of selling the university, nice. if, if, if you will. Um, and so, and plus, you know, I just love the university. I love Wingate. I love the atmosphere that it brings. I love the community. I love the people. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to show that to different people as well, you know, whether they're from, you know, just down the street in Marshall mm-hmm. or, you know, across the pond in London or France or Germany. I've you know, toured people from, you know, a lot of different countries, a lot of different states, and a lot, a lot, a lot of different places. And so, being able to be one of the first faces that people see nice. um, is something that I love to be able to say, "Hey, you know, you may read about Winget 
the stream that I read about wing of that. And you know, it's like that with every college. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, they got their, you know, they got their bad things, they got their cons, but when they come to me, I can say, you know, this is why I love being Bulldog. This is why I love, you know, being able to tell you guys a little bit about this and show you the community. And when I'm walking down the promenade, I get the waves like, you know, hey, the, hey to this person, hey to that person. They can say, hi, hey, Isaac, and they know my name. Uh, you know, that's really nice. And so being able to be, you know, a leader in that aspect with being a, with being a tour guide, I think, you know, number one, it helps me in two ways. I think it helps me with being able to, you know, practice my sales. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it also helps me just to be able to promote the school. And I think, you know, that's beneficial to, to everybody. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, it's a, it's a beautiful, you know, win-win situation for, you know, myself as well as the university. And I like how you said it's just you are a people's person. So you are not only crafting your uh, marketing, salesing, but also you are creating a friendship, fellowship with the people. And I know from being um, an advocate within uh, Wingate, how does it feel when you talk to the parents as well as a student that may or may not come to the school and then you just see them out of nowhere and they just say, hey, you do you remember me? Like, tell me about that. Yeah, I uh, so uh, I'm a top dog over uh, in our admissions department. So I'm basically, you know, one of the captains for all the tour guides. We got about 20 of us over there. And so um, we were actually holding interviews, me and uh, another girl are our top dog, and we are holding interviews. Nice. And uh, one of the freshmen came in, and we had his resume, and he sat down. He's like, hey, you gave my tour. And I was like, no way. He's like, yeah, you're one of the, you know, you're one of the reasons that I came to the university. And he's like, nice. you know, that's always something that, you know, you know brings you great joy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my boss will always ask the people uh, when they come in for interviews and they say, you know, when I went on my tour, I loved it and I fell in love with the university. And she'll always follow up with the question of, who is your tour guide? Right. You, know, you may be able to remember your tour guide when mm-hmm. you came up to university. You may not remember their name, but you remember the feeling that they, you know, sort of protruded or the bad, one of the bad jokes that they right. mentioned or, you know, one, one of the little things that was like, you know, I really like that tour. Mm-hmm. I really like that university. And you may not remember my name at the end of the day, but you remember the feeling that you, you know, you left the university with after my tour. And so that's something that, you know, is really, really, you know, cool. I mean, at lack for lack of a better word, I think uh, be able to have students that you see on campus and say, "Hey, do you remember me?" Or, mm-hmm. "Hey, uh, you know, I really appreciate you giving me a tour. You really, uh, you know, were a big part of me coming to the university." And you know, that's huge because you know, picking picking colleges is not a is not a small investment. It's not. It's <laughs> a, it's a long term investment. Yeah. And when you said familiar faces, I thought about the uh, alien adventure event that we just did recently, and um. You're definitely uh, someone I'm definitely gonna talk to long term, friendship wise, conversation. Uh, we got on the way of uh, going out to eat soon, but not only that, it was just when we did the event, your 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 energy brought more um, understanding to my purpose in life. So when I was with you at the alien event, first before we would talk about what I was feeling. Before and after you got to Alien Event, tell like how you thought it was going to be to after it was and what occurred in between. Yeah, well, before I got there, I didn't think I'd be on a 1,400-acre farm. Okay, okay. I did did think that. uh, He said we were going to Chesterfield, South Carolina. I was like, oh, man. All right, we're going to be in the middle of nowhere. Right. With some, some, you know, some some bummy, you know, like 
campsite, you yeah. know, out there, you know, whittling two sticks together. But, you know, the place was, you know, absolutely magnificent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would recommend anybody, you know, that's listening to this or watching this or whatever. I think that, um, you know, if you get a chance to go out there with the A-League program, do it. Uh, I'm a big outdoors guy. And Same. so, you know, uh, I recommend that to anybody, especially with the technology and stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like you know being able to just put all that out and go out into the woods. The woods doesn't, you know, you know, try to draw your attention mm-hmm. in any way. Uh, I think you know we have our phones, and our phones will you know bring us here notifications or you know, direct our attention here. Mm-hmm. Assignments and homework and projects will direct our attention to all sorts right. of different places. But you put all the way and be able to go out to the forest, go out into the outside nature, and you know, she doesn't beg for attention in any way. It's just I like, like that. you know, she's how she is and she's going to grow how she grows and she's going to be how she's going to be. Mm-hmm. So you can walk down, you know, the trail, the trail, and she's not going to be, Hey, look over here, look over here. It's sort mm-hmm. of like you going down the highway, look at the billboard here, look at the sign here, look at, you know, guy flipping the sign, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Uh, but that's what, you know, was really cool about that trip is that, you know, I got to take a little bit of part of my day and go out there and do that. Um, you know, I thought before I went out there, I was like, man, you know, this is for an assignment. Um, you know, we'll be out there. We'll be in some, you know, little bummy, bummy camping site <laughs> in Chester, Chesterfield, South Carolina. I got you. And, uh, you know, I'll get my participation and I'll get out of get, there. Get in, get go. And then they said aliens. And I was like, oh, man, I don't know if we're going to be looking at aliens or what. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I had, I had, you know, no prior knowledge to the alien program. Well, you, at least you was open-minded about what you yeah. thought, aliens, and the, uh, the overall picture of, man, it's just going to be something simple, Chesterfield, I don't know, but continue. I'm not going to interrupt your uh, story. Nah, you good. I think, uh, yeah, it was, you know, it was a, a negative mindset, I think. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, going into it, uh, and that's one thing that, you know, I left with was that, you know, I got to check myself on that type of stuff. And it's like, you know, I would rather be spending my Saturday with my friends or my parents or, you know, people I want to be around. I mean, right. these are my classmates. I don't, I know a couple of them. I didn't know right. them super well, but after I left, we were like, you know, making dinner plans, sort of like, it's like, when are we going to Waffle House? Or right. like, when are we going to go do this? Or when are we going to go up to Campus Lake? Mm-hmm. Or something along those lines. And so it's cool. You know, I've been to, I've been to camps, um, you know, you know, church camps, I've been mm-hmm. to, you know, all sorts of camps, you know, sports-wise, and it's like, you go in with the sort of mindset of, like, hesitancy and a little bit of a negative thing of, like, you know, this is going to get me a little bit out of my comfort zone, mm-hmm. and I know we spoke a little bit about this, but I'm really big of, you know, seeking discomfort. I like that phrase a lot, right. seeking discomfort. I do too. And, uh, you know, I saw that opportunity, and I didn't, you know, think of that. I was just sort of like, uh, man, I gotta do this. I gotta right. Do this. But, you know, once we got there, once we got the, you know, the ball rolling, and mm-hmm. he started walking, and, you know, I mean, David was his name. Yeah. yeah. David started walking, and, you know, Doc started going. Yeah. Everybody just started, you know, they just ebbed and flowed really, really nice. And so all that goes away after about 30 minutes, and then, you know, yeah. you just lock into, hey, this is where I am for the day. This enjoy is what it. This, this is what it is. Let's enjoy it. Let's be the best day of the day. And so, you know, when I first pulled up, it was like, I'm not really 100 sure. After 30 minutes, I'm like, right, I, yeah. like, I like this. I, like this. I, I embrace each and every one of you. I embrace the trails, even though I've been on the trails a number of times. But it's just, it's just a feeling again, like seeing people like again, like when we were doing archery, and me and you had 
uh, a little competitiveness at the beginning of archery of missing everything but we still came close to each other when it came to um putting the blindfold on and you trusted me to uh guide you on hitting the target and when we did it was a good feeling because it was not only you don't know me at that uh, level as your friends your family your peers but after we did that and you seen that you hit the target that just that that sound made that it was just like wow like this is dope and mm -hmm. then not only that just the campfire the marshmallow the music it was just like not to say like that like nothing else mattered at that moment it was just like it was the people around you great conversation great time even got to watch a little bit of march madness yeah, I'm not going to get that, but watch a little bit of March Madness, and it was just, uh, I built a relationship with y'all, and when I see y'all again, like you said, it's like, hey, do you remember me? Yes, I remember you. I enjoy that, you know, so I appreciate you for also coming to the Alien event and just, you know, being an advocate of, yeah, you should be in nature, and you should enjoy the simple things in life, and put a pause on school, life, COVID, um, altercations that are occurring in your life, and removing again what you said the negativity and i say all that to say to my final thing that regardless of everything we talk about regardless of what you're going to do outside of uh graduating is what do you feel your purpose is in life i know that's a big question but yeah i know you can handle it um yeah that is a big question uh purpose in life uh you know kind of a cop out but you know not 100 sure yet mm -hmm. not 100 sure you know i you know I watch YouTube videos, listen to podcasts pretty decently. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's guys that are like, this is my purpose. Mm -hmm. And this is my purpose. And this is what I want to do with life. And go and do something that you love and the money will come. And you hear all, you know, you hear all the cliches. Yeah, I agree. Um, not 100% sure, to be quite honest with you. You know, you know I feel honesty is a, is a good thing, but just not 100% sure. I think I know that I love you know, working with people mm -hmm. and having these conversations and building relationships kind of like I have with you, Yeah. you know, just off the cuff, off the fly, mm -hmm. you know, just, you know, the power of being able to connect with people. Right. And I don't know if that's, you know, my purpose in life is being able to have those conversations with people or develop mm -hmm. relationships with people or help people or whatever that is. Um, but you know, I'm still, I'm still finding that out. You know, I think, uh, I think it's, you know, something that will definitely get me out of the bed in the morning for sure. It's like, right. you know, you wake up and it's like, I was, I was actually watching a YouTube video the other day and this okay. guy was like, he was, a, he was a kid and mm -hmm. he, grew, he grew up really, really poor. And he's like, man, I want to be rich. Mm -hmm. I don't want, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it's going to take, mm -hmm. but I know I want to be rich. Mm -hmm. About 35, 40, he was rich. He had all the money that he wanted to, but he's working 60 hours a week. Mm -hmm. His, you know, relationship with his wife was strained. His relationship with his kids were strained. And he's like, no, that's not what it's all about. Right. And, you know, I think life is so much bigger than money. I feel like, you know, in our country, I think it's, you know, we're very consumer-based. And it's like, get as much money as possible. And that's what's going to lead us mm -hmm. to, you know, happiness and success. But, you know, I I think, you, you know, you throw out that all the window. I think even when we were on the Alien Project, it just sort of, you know, I didn't learn it, but I sort of, you know, reminding myself of like this is what it's about yeah and so i don't know if that's my purpose in life but like this is what it's about this is what life is about it's right. the simple things it's the little things it's, right. the, it's the people that you get to share life mm -hmm. with it's like at the end of the day i won't be able to take my money i won't be able to take my treasures i won't be able to take you know anything that i have on this world but I, i'll be able to 
leave an impact with people. You know, nice. I mean? so I don't know if that's my purpose. I guess you could label it that. I'm still on a journey to sort of you know pinpoint what mm-hmm. that is. So when I have that question yeah. come up next, it's like, bam, Aiden, this is what it is. You yeah, know? and like I said, you 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 won't get that, but you have my number. We can always talk about you know what we usually talk about, just underground, deep conversations about life. And I like the perspective that you use that it's, to me, yes, I want to live. I never said in my life or in my words that, and I tell this to God, I manifest into life of, uh, if I'm rich, I'm rich. If I'm wealthy, I'm wealthy, cool. But I want to be stable and live a nice equilibrium life. So my wife is fine. My future kids is fine. Financially, I'm fine. But I don't have to have the biggest house to be happy. As long as I have the people in the house to love me and give me the adequate care that I want, everything around me is perfectly fine. And again, sometimes those things come over time. Like you say, even your purpose will come maybe tomorrow, maybe next year, but it will come. But you have to live a life of consistency, love, fairness, and also being uncomfortable. If you if you if you can't get out of your comfort zone, you won't never know what is good and bad. Yeah, I think uh, you know, you know, right on the money, right on the money. I think one thing that you said is consistency. Mm-hmm. I think that is something that not a lot of people realize. Mm-hmm. It could be you know anything, really mm-hmm. anything. I think life is about the little things. I think if you want to be a successful person in life, yeah. you know, you know, going a little bit off track here, but no, you know, you're on the right that, track. That, 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 that's, you know, that's what this is about. But, um, I think consistency is such a big part mm-hmm. of being successful. In life. And that doesn't mean, you know, money successful can right. be defined by so many different terms. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, honestly, consistency is one of those things. Whether it's waking up and making your bed every single day, consistent. Waking up and brushing your teeth every single day. We've been mm-hmm. doing that since as long as we can remember. Since, yeah. As long as we can remember. And, you know, it's just something that we do. And you don't think about it. And mm-hmm. it's just, you know, as a kid, it used to be painful, man. It used to be like, oh, oh man. man. You kid, you, your mom coming there like, brush your teeth, brush your teeth, brush your teeth, brush wake your teeth. Wake up, wake up. Um, like, and you got to think as a kid, though. Only thing that, as a guy, only thing that was on our heads was, and the thing, and what I'm finna say now is a lot of a lot of kids is not going into it because of technology. Is as a kid, the only thing I wanted to do in the morning was get up, throw some clothes on. I don't care my bed made or not made. I don't care if you have the cereal or breakfast already made. Let's go outside and play. And nowadays, kids don't understand the the meaning of knocking on a friend door like. It's et cetera, et cetera here. Yep. Yes, come in. Mm-hmm. Or, yes, go out. Y'all can do this. Y'all can go this far today. Yeah. Really? Can we ride the bike this far? So those things is not, I don't see kids riding bikes no more, you know? No, you don't. And I think that, I know for me, it was, I was in a neighborhood, so it was a little bit easier for me. Uh, but yeah, I just get on my bike. Get on. Get on. I mean, the bike was... The well, bike is like the trail. Oh, that's right. <laughs> like, as soon as you get on there, like, it's just you and the road uh-huh. and your friends next to you. Before you turn 16, you get your driver's license mm-hmm. and your car. That's your freedom, right? <laughs> that's your freedom. But when you were 10, 11, 12, that bike is everything that you own dearly in the world. If that bike broke, 
It was, in the, like, it was it like, was mom, way. please help me. I, I don't. Need, I need new chain. I need new tire. I need everything. I I need this. I need that. And so, it was you know life. I I was born in ninety nine. When were you born? Ninety four. Ninety four. So, yeah, our kids ain't our our kids aren't gonna know that. I think you know most people now. It's like they give their kids iPads. Yeah, like and we're gonna sound a little bit old in that but there's something there's something about growing up about getting a bike and having to have those uncomfortable conversations with that parent of mm-hmm. like hey is Aiden here mm-hmm. can he come out and play and that's the part of being uncomfortable I was saying because as a kid your heart racing at the door do 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 and when you not you see this tall individual and you just say hey is, is Jason here and she said yeah come in and your heart just like your heart just grow like yeah. you're like wow like so that's 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 why I say like even me having a spiritual kid instilling me, I'm still going to ride a bike. I have not rode a bike yet on Wingate campus, really? and that's one of my top goals for Olivia. I have to ride around here. I can make that happen. We can we can definitely do it one time. I can make that happen. Yeah, I definitely want to ride on campus one time on a bike because it's just like I said, like. And I like the transition you said, and kind of an analogy, like, when you're 16 and up, it's car time. It's time to drive a car. We have our permit. Let's go. Now y'all all together in the car. But when you're on a bike, y'all on a series, like a sequence, like, you over here, you over here, this, like, even, have you ever noticed, like, if you're riding a bike with a friend or friends, they have their side. Like, you know they're going on the left side or the mm-hmm. right side. Yep. You have one in the back, you have one in the front, or you have one near you. So... With me, how my friends were, we used to do this transition of, if you're on this side, you have to get the juices or snacks at the uh, little grocery store. So everybody watch the bikes. You get the yeah. snacks, we stay there, and we altercate or switch. And it's just like, I still have that relationship with them. I call them today, and they still have bright smiles. Like, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I, um, we, we have go, and... Um, we used to we used to walk to the store sometimes, which sometimes which uh, don't tell the parents, but they were not big friend, big 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 uh, trust me, big fans of that. And so, you know how it was is we didn't have cell phones, we had the house phone. So I called him up, and so my buddy Blake, you know, we'd always walk to the store. Right, me, my brother Blake, and we call him up like, "Hey, Miss Michelle, is Blake there?" Right, sure. You know, wait, wait a minute, two minutes with Blake. He's always late. He's mm-hmm. always late. So I was like, dude, we've been waiting for like five minutes. He's like, wow, oh, man, I just woke up. Well, get out of bed. We're going right, to go walk to the go. store. And he's like, all right, I'll meet you at the spot in five minutes. Mm-hmm. And he hang up the phone and put it down. It's like, he was he was pretty far down the street. He wasn't in our neighborhood. He was pretty far down the street. So we left and just walked out of our neighborhood, just started walking down the street. I mean, cars going by mm-hmm. and all this stuff. It's like, I don't know if kids will ever do that. You know, today it's like it's too dangerous now. Or the risk was like the risk was definitely worth it back then. Like, especially what you said. Like, we used to walk too. You know, we used to walk where we should not post to, and uh, across the street, you know, look both ways, and then of course it's a red light, but we running mm-hmm. like the cars finna like yeah. drive past us. But like I said, it's it's when I was doing the um, alien event, and when I, every time I do the uh, event. I look back at my childhood every time. I put a pause on life of, you know, the adult world of paying bills, uh, homework, responsibilities. But when I'm out there, it's just, it's peaceful. 
and even uh, shout to Nick Delangy. He even said that. He said he even get when he out there every time. It's just like a, a peace of mind to him. It's like something he adds to his everyday life. And I actually asked him. I said, "What do you do on weekends with his wife and his kids?" He's like, "Yeah, we always go hiking on weekends." That is something I'm adding to like my children's uh uh life. Like they have to. We're going fishing. We're going on trails. We're going to camp out sometimes. You know. I do want to do one of the big, because uh, my granddad had one of the big vans where it had the mm-hmm. kitchen and everything mm-hmm. in it. You sleep, and then they, I got to get one of those. Yeah, man. I, uh, I I couldn't agree more. I mean, I couldn't agree with you and Doctor that, you know, anytime I'm out in the, I mean, Mother Nature has a beautiful way of bringing you back to a childhood mm-hmm. and bringing you back to simpler things. Right. Because it's just the simple fact of, you know, I don't know if it's just something inside of us right. or what as humans i really i i, I couldn't tell you what it is but there's something about going out there mm-hmm. and you don't have to go out into the middle of chesterfield south carolina <laughs> in the middle of nowhere with no self-reception right to find that you can literally go out to campus lake you can literally go out to the local park or whatever and mm-hmm. just you know start over just just chill you know just chill out and just hang out it's like i know for me the childhood is like we didn't we didn't carry the cell phones everywhere that we went it was just you know we were just chilling we were just walking um you know where we wanted to walk we biked where we wanted mm-hmm. to bike and we told mom where we were going but we really didn't go sometime and we told her mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> hey we're going over here all right well don't well don't go over there okay go out the door i'll go straight we're going over there we're going over there yeah and you know that's the, that's the thing is like you know i recommend you know outdoors to anybody it's like there's some people that's like oh i don't like the outdoors it's hot it's nasty it's bugs i'm gonna stay in ac well that's fine but you're gonna get the same thing every single day yeah every single day i mean you're gonna be able to you're gonna be able to go into that room in that air-conditioned house every single day every single day and then you when you go camping to be honest like you kind of appreciate the little things a little bit more too yeah and i would say that was sort of the motto of 2020. But mm-hmm. Appreciate the little things a little bit more. Appreciate the conversations. Yeah. Because I mean, when we're all I mean, back at gosh a year ago, mm-hmm. you know, we're I'm, we're stuck. I'm stuck in the house. Not right. I'm stuck in the house. It's like looking out the can't, window. Can't I can't even walk nowhere. I can't bike nowhere then. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it's the it's the little things that really make you know life you know sort of take and sort of go as, you know, the little hikes that Crowder's on a Sunday afternoon after church that, mm-hmm. you know, just sort of brings you back down and you sort of, you know, don't necessarily forget about the three homework assignments and the project that yeah. you got to do, but it definitely, you know, you definitely pause for a second. It's like, hey, you know, this is something that's beautiful. This is something I want to do, you know, regularly through my life. And so uh, I just think that, you know, as I start growing up and sort of, as you mentioned, it's like, when my kids start getting to that point, it's like, I'll probably be doing the same thing as, I'll probably be doing the same thing as Nick. It's like, hey, you know, let's put this down mm-hmm. and let's go do this for a little bit. Right. You can always come back to that. You can oh. always come back to that. But today, that flower is only going like, to look, 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 like, look like that today. Or this sunset's mm-hmm. only going to look like this today. Or those stars are going to be this way. Or this meteor shower right. is going to happen on this night. Right. That stuff over there is going to be there when you come back. I applaud that because, again, I even I even took into account like when I when I was going I've learned another thing besides consistency, and that is discipline. 
I think that is fair to say because, again, like, you have to think, like, back, way, way, way back, they used to hunt every day. And, again, I'm not taking nothing about the fast food chain um, franchise. It's, it's just, like, we are greedy. We have a, especially in America, we have a consumer mindset. Yeah. We have a very, very driven mindset of, let me get this. Let me get that. Let me take how, that. How, how cheap can I get this? How mm-hmm. cheap can I get that? Oh, this is a deal. This is on sale. Mm-hmm. Bang, 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 bang. It's like, you know, it's it's one thing to be able to, you know, do that every now and again. Like sure. I, like, yeah, I, like, I, like I, when I first walked to the store, very very first place <laughs> I walked to. Hey, where's your clearance? <laughs> where, 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 where the sales at? What kind of deals you got going on? Yeah. And even when I'm at the counter, it's like, Hey, you got any deals going on right. today? And it's like, it's like no, we don't have any deals yeah, on today. Like, 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 the wall. Like, the sticker, like the sticker price is the sticker price. Right. But I have to ask. But and that's a that's another day. But discipline. Yeah, I think you know. I think consistency and discipline sort of you know go hand in hand. I think you know they have a they have distinction to have you know two different words labeled for. But consistency, um, you know, is birth from discipline. I feel, mm, like, I feel wow. Like, yeah, I feel like discipline is you know. Uh, that thing that uh, sort of uh, wow. Can you say that? One? I don't think they heard. Can you say that one more time? I think consistency is birth from discipline. <sighs> That's a good one. Yeah, I think I so. like that a lot. I think so. I think that uh, you know you have to self-discipline yourself, mm-hmm. and I feel like you know we talk about leadership a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like. Any good leader is a self-leader first. You know what I mean? And that self-leader, basically, if you want to put a synonym there, is discipline, Mm self-discipline, you know? And you have to self-discipline yourself to be able to say, you know, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it because I'm disciplined. And I know this will help me, even though I don't want to do it. And so it's like, those type of guys that I know that'll do those, that'll do that, that'll do the little things, Mm -hmm will consistently have a better life. And so when I look at some of the most successful people in the whole entire world, you know, whether they're billionaires or dudes that have no money, but they're the happiest people in the whole entire world. Like I mentioned, success doesn't have a money sign next to it, but Mm -hmm. they're some of the most successful people in the world is that they are disciplined in their everyday Mm -hmm. actions. It's not like they got like a six month plan or they go go away to a a leadership program for a weekend and they give you a, uh, you know, they give you a little pamphlet like yeah. you, you complete a leadership camp or whatever. Here you go, right. bye, have a good one. Mm-hmm. You're a leader now. Go out, and be, <laughs> go out and be a leader. No, those those, those things are over time, mm-hmm. and over time, those do the discipline. Right. And so that's yeah, I think that's big. You know, especially with me being you know 22, 26, 26. Mm-hmm. 26 I mean, that's. For us to be able to know that now, mm-hmm. and not when we're midlife crisis, 40, 50 years old. Mm-hmm. Imagine think, even that gap you just said, like, me being a little bit older than you, and you still having the mindset I have at a younger age, that makes you even a better position when you get to my age. Just like when I talk to uh, a few of my mentors, a few older peers than me, and I think the way they think, they'd be like, at my age, I was probably not thinking that way. Mm-hmm. So... I say that to say, you know, thank you. You know, thank you for not only just the alien adventure and just 
having taking the time out of your day to come to the podcast, but also just in general, just make me understand that I'm not the only one that think the way I do, act the way I act, or trying to help people. That's essentially what I like to do is help people in a manner. I like to help people grow out of their bad habits. Mm-hmm. I like to help people grow into something that they want to be. Mm-hmm. I like to help people grow into their unique potential. They unlock potential that they can't even see because they're so, again, like you said, comfortable. So before we um, close the door on this podcast, what's next for you? You know, What's something besides what you're going to do with me with the bike? We're going to do the bike. But besides what we're going to do with the bike, what is something that you want to leave your legacy at Wingate? What is something else you want to do before the uh, year ends or semester ends? Yeah, I think I want to leave my legacy with the tour guides. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like I mentioned, um, those are the guys and girls that you first see when you walk on campus. Right. Those are the people that you will remember mm-hmm. uh, when you leave campus. Like I said, you may not remember their name. You may not even remember exactly what they look like. A lot of people don't, but they remember the feeling of, you know, the campus. And I want to be able to instill my, you know, legacy into into those tour guides. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, what you're doing is important. What you're doing matters. And what you're doing affects the future of this university. And if you really love the university, this is something that you'll take pride in. This is something that, you know, hopefully, like I did, you will be able to have a passion about it. It's like, you know, they pay me to do that job. They didn't have they don't have to pay me mm-hmm. to do that job. That's something that I love doing. That's something that I would do, you know, pay or no pay. Right. And so I just want to leave a legacy of, you know, go out there and be able to, you know, talk to the people on tour and be genuine with them and tell them what Wing is really about. And you know, if I leave here and come back five years later and four years later and the freshmen that are there now that we hired our seniors and Isaac man yeah I really appreciate you being able to say this to me freshman year it really you know catapulted me to this or maybe think this way you know help me with that you know that's a legacy you know that I would love that I'd love to leave well appreciate you for having me on the podcast man you've given everybody today or whenever you listen to the podcast open mind about you know just be more out in nature be uncomfortable more Enjoy the little things. The money is not everything. And discipline. No, I can't say it. I'm going to let you say it. What is it again? Discipline versus consistency. Man, that's a great. But again, thank you.